This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Wednesday, the last day of November, November the 30th, 2022. Uh, We got uh, a lot of wind today. Had some rain and wind and dropped the wind chill factor down into the 20s. A little bit chilly out there this morning. But hey, we're glad you're with us nice and toasty here on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Hope you're having a wonderful week as we finish up this month of November into the last month of the year. Let's start off with our top five headlines. Here's headline number five. Disney's Bob Iger was sorry to see company enter political arena. Spencer Brown, the clues as to Iger's plans for Disney during his two-year return stint came from his first town hall meeting with Walt Disney Company employees in which he answered several questions on some recent Disney controversies, including the losing fight it picked with Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. Christopher Rufo, Iger expressed regret that Disney engaged in high-profile fight against Governor DeSantis, which resulted in the state legislature stripping the company of its special administrative status. I was sorry to see us dragged into that battle. Okay, well, that's good news. That shows us that the people have spoken, that Disney is listening, and they fired that former leader of the Disney Corporation, and put Iger back in. And hopefully he'll just stay out of politics. It's probably not a good idea that uh, Disney get into political issues, especially when they start talking about transgenderism and LGBTQ stuff and queer ideology, which we have seen a number of videos of uh, these people bragging about introducing queer ideology into Disney, of all places. And the parents put their foot down and said, hey, we're not going anymore. So it's probably a good idea for Disney to be neutral, not to talk about political issues. I think all corporations ought to stay out of political issues. It's only going to harm them because they're going to alienate 50% of their customer base. So if you're wise corporations, stay out of politics, keep your mouth shut, and just sell your goods and be the best that you can be. All right, headline number four. The Supreme Court hears oral arguments in immigration case United States versus Texas. From the Daily Wire, oral arguments began on Tuesday at the Supreme Court in United States versus Texas, in which Texas and Louisiana are fighting against the Biden administration's policy of prioritizing certain illegal immigrants for deportation leaving the states to fend for themselves against the huge number of illegal immigrants in their states. The issue at hand was catalyzed by a September 2021 memorandum from Secretary of Homeland Security, Alondro Mayorkas, in which he argued, we do not have the resources to apprehend and seek the removal of every one of these non-citizens. Therefore, we need to exercise our discretion and determine whom to prioritize for immigration enforcement action. 
from the Texas Signal. The case, United States versus Texas, has the potential to upend federal immigration policy. Okay, so this is very good news. We hope that the Supreme Court rules in favor of Texas and that uh, expands itself to the entire nation. Absolutely, the southern border needs to be shut down, closed off. And both sides of the, the aisle, the Republicans and Democrats, they need to get together and come up with a comprehensive immigration policy. Otherwise, you're going to lose your country. You don't know who's coming in. It's They're breaking the law. There's a story that came out yesterday. Project Veritas confirmed that the federal government is involved in child trafficking. I mean, it's it's just completely out of hand. It's unbelievable. Go check that out and see what Project uh, Veritas uncovered with the federal government and some of their policies. You also have fentanyl coming in over the borders. You've got you've got terrorists being ex- caught, and who knows how many got away free that are inside of our nation now. You've got people from 160 different countries that are coming across our border. It's a complete mess, and the mainstream media is not covering it, but if you dig in and look around, you'll see documentaries, a number of them that have been produced that will show you exactly what's happening down the southern border. The cartels own that that entire southern border. It's a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar business. Human trafficking, child trafficking, rapes, drugs. I don't. I, I can't imagine how why the U.S. would even think about keeping the southern border open based on what's happening down there. It's a completely failed system. All right, headline number three. Elon Musk releases Twitter transparency reports detailing account bans and speech suppression. Julio Rosas. Twitter has published its first set of transparency reports about how the site had operated prior to multi-billionaire Elon Musk taking over the company. Among the reports, the social media giant states they are no longer enforcing its COVID-19 misleading information policy. Since January of 2020, over 11 million accounts were challenged for violating the COVID-19 information policy. 11,230 accounts were suspended and 97,674 pieces of content were removed. Elon Musk, the Twitter files on free speech suppression soon to be published on Twitter itself. The public deserves to know what really happened. All right, this is a uh, bombshell here that Elon Musk is going to start dropping all this information, just showing and pulling back the curtain of exactly what big tech is doing as far as censoring our speech. Now think about it. This is just one social media site. We're talking about Twitter. You have a number of other social media sites like Google, which is huge. They're censoring information. Obviously, you have YouTube censoring information and throwing people off their video sites. You have Instagram. You've got Facebook. If we don't get control of that, we're going to be just like China is, and you're going to be censored on everything that you do. How does China keep control of the population? Through censorship. So that's exactly what's going on here in the United States. The CCP is influencing these big tech companies, these social media companies. They're buying them out. They're influencing them. We're selling our freedoms down the river. That's exactly what we're doing. We need to get a handle on it. 
And I hope that the uh, new Congress that comes in puts together their China committee to investigate some of these things. TikTok is another one. They're scraping data and information from the American people, and it's ruining our youth. And even the FBI came out and said it is a national security threat. So Elon Musk is opening the door, revealing what's happening so that all the American people can see, and hopefully this will make some major changes when it comes to our social media and our First Amendment rights. All right, headline number two. Musk on Apple threat to Twitter. This is a battle for the future of civilization. From Fox News, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said it is offensive that the White House plans to monitor Elon Musk's Twitter, stressing that Republicans will no longer let government go after people simply because of their political views. McCarthy, Republican from California, after a meeting at the White House Tuesday with President Biden, Vice President Harris, and congressional leaders, was asked about White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre's comments Monday that the White House would be keeping a close eye on Twitter under Musk. Fox News, interesting they will monitor Musk, but not any other tech company for silencing conservatives or even Apple threatening to remove Twitter from the App Store. Elon Musk, this is a battle for the future of civilization. If free speech is lost even in America, tyranny is all that lies ahead. Hey, this is no, this is no joke. This is exactly what's going to happen if free speech gets quelled in this country. It's not very much longer before we become a totalitarian dictatorship. Just look around the world. You can see exactly what's going on. You see in China the protests, people wanting to open up their free speech. It's being censored by the CCP. You've got Brazil with the far leftists down there that took over the voting system. Brazilians are out in the streets protesting, wanting to take their country back. There's a lot of totalitarian dictators around the world that want to take control of countries, and the left is definitely on the march, and the American people need to wake up. We need to challenge these big corporations and our federal government to make sure that our First Amendment rights are secure. That's what makes us a great country, the fact that we can agree to disagree and that we can see all points of view. We can support even the Nazis and the conservatives and the far-left Democrats. Allowing for free speech in the marketplace is what makes America great. We can disagree with what they have to say, but we definitely do not want to censor whatever voice wants to be spoken in this great country of America. All right, headline number one. The Senate passes legislation to codify same-sex marriage jeopardizing religious liberty. From the Wall Street Journal, the Senate passed landmark legislation protecting Americans' access to same-sex marriage, solidifying rights that were established in a 2015 Supreme Court ruling. Lawmakers voted 61 to 36 to approve the legislation, which is intended to codify the ability of same-sex and interracial couples to get married and requires states to recognize the marriages. A dozen Republicans joined the Democrats to vote in the favor of the legislation. Albert Moeller, the new amended state bill, the Common Sense Bill, that protects Americans' religious liberties, actually does no such thing. The amended language includes vague assurances 
that the legislation will not violate religious freedom, but it mostly assures us that the bill will not do what no one claimed it would do, such as require congregations and churches to solemnize same-sex marriages. From Alliance Defending Freedom, it undermines religious freedom everywhere and exposes Americans throughout the country to predatory lawsuits by activists seeking to use the threat of litigation to silence debate and exclude people of faith from the public square. Well, we really fought on this one. I called all those senators yesterday, told them to vote no on that. Mitt Romney was uh, one in favor of it. Cinema, also uh, Murkowski up in Alaska, Collins, New Hampshire. It's uh, it's a big problem. This is uh, this bill's going to come back and bite us. It's a slow march. Gradually, step by step, they took away the the right of a man and a woman to be considered uh, married couples. And now we have same-sex marriage. If you think that's the end of it, it's going to continue. Next thing you know, we're going to have multiple wives, polygamy. These are the things that happen with the far left. They're never satisfied. Take a little inch at a time until the entire country becomes, I mean, look at what we have with the, uh, with the head of the nuclear codes transgender person. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable how far the American country has degraded in its morality and its uh, understanding of what is right and wrong, what really is common sense. And this bill is not common sense. This is just another one of the problems that we have living in a free country where people have the right to vote for something that is moral or also the right to choose something that is immoral and ridiculous. So I'm not sure what the solution is, but maybe it'll have to go to the Supreme Court and we'll see where it ends up. But it's a very unfortunate day in this great country of America. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, last day of November 2022. Thanks for joining me this morning on the Affirm America podcast. Have a great rest of your day. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.